Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 154. We've done it, Steve. We've eclipsed the years Canada is old. Yeah. Take that, Trudeau. Take that, Trudeau, indeed. For those of you who don't know, this is a weekly show covering all the games in Canada and the people who create them. Of course, we mean Canada, like the nation state, not the community of people who lived here for millennia. I uh, just thought I'd point that out. My name is Steven, spelled the P-H-N-N-A. Uh, one of the main people behind CanadianGameDevs.com. Joining me, of course, the other main dude, Steven, spelled the P-H-N-E, but we just call him Steve to avoid confusion. And so far, it seems to be working. Yeah, what up? It, uh, it, it became confusing when you and I, two Stevens, played mm. Fall Guys with two Chris's. Yes. But, <laughs> but neither of us call our friend Chris Christopher or anything like that. So, <laughs> so, it, so it became very confusing. Yeah. On, what was that, Friday? You were like, uh, Tuesday, my, friend, my friend Chris is going to play with us. I'm like, no way, my friend Chris is going to play too. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, and then every time we made it to like the top seven or five, we were like, there's a like 20% chance that Steve wins <laughs> this. <laughs> At least. I won, um, my, I won my sixth match this morning. So. Sixth? I've still only won three. I'm so upset because I used my crowns on like bullshit non-legendary items, and mm-hmm. there was there's like a legendary item, and that, and you know I don't care what it is. It's just that there's a trophy for legendary items, so I'm kind of kind of upset with myself. But anyways, we'll I talk know, about they, they added some other devolver characters. I want to get Jacket from Hot Love Miami. Oh yeah, no, that's what it is. It's you need five <sighs> crowns to get that for for the top, and then five crowns for the bottom. Man, one day, one day, and, and you like you, you can't buy crowns, right? So anyways, we'll talk. You about can't. It. We'll talk about it at the end. And that's also not a Canadian game, so screw them. Yeah, fall, uh, fuck Fall Guys. Yeah, for those who don't know, CanadianGameDevs.com is supported by our amazing patrons over at Patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs. If you want to support us there, you'll get special two-day early access to the show, a Patreon-exclusive channel on our Discord, occasional game key giveaways, uh, discount codes to Canadian gaming events, and so much more. We start the show with events, Steve. Uh, yep. We have three four four events to plug this week week the events are happening this week but we're plugging them first dames making games is having that haunted discord rpg game saturday august 22nd at 2 p.m eastern you can still sign up for that go to dmg dot oh geez to i think it is uh yeah dmg dot to yeah uh slash events to find that one if you like discord and rpgs (laughs) and spooky (laughs) stories this is for you. Uh, or if you just want to hang out with pe- cool people. And I like two of those things. Dual RPG. Exactly. Uh, wait, which one don't you like? I'm not RPGs? I'm not big on spooky... No, what are oh. you? I'm not big on spooky or horror stuff. I like my video, I like my horror video games, but when it comes to like movies or books or TV shows, mm. I, I tend to stay away. Okay. Uh, you also might be interested in the Women Game Jam Canada happening Friday, August 21st to Sunday, August 30th, week-long game jam, uh, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. on the Sunday. Sorry, 4 p.m. on the Friday to 5.30 p.m. the next Sunday. Uh, This is being put on uh, by a few people out in B.C. It's a creation marathon that aims to promote the empowerment and growth of women in the video game industry. Uh, Women Game Jam Canada 2020 will be making games in parallel with participants in eight countries across North and Latin America. Uh, check that out on our site, CanadianGameDevs.com slash events, Women Game Jam Canada. And definitely uh, register for that if you're interested in participating. And then the last two game or events, sorry, we've been plugging every week. Game Dev Atlantic, happening this fall. You know, you know the drill. All day speakers. 
open to everyone online. Don't even need to be out here to go. And Game Devs of Color Expo in September. <clears throat> great talks, great panels, great workshops. Go check those out. Let's plug our jobs, Steve. We have two jobs for people, Still. for the people at home. First up, Pixel Knots looking for a 3D animator and a community manager. Uh, they, of course, come off the heels of Lost Orbit Terminal Velocity on Steam and Switch. So you should definitely check out that game if you want an idea for the type of game the studio is capable of making. They're hiring for their new unannounced game. The 3D character rigger animator will need to uh, have experience with Unity and 3D Max. It'll be a two to three month contract. You can work remotely. Ideally, some experience animating and rigging characters, especially in the video game industry. For the PR community manager, they're looking for another contract. This one's six to seven, th- six to seven months, but ideally longer. Uh, they're looking for someone who has experience with social media, mailing lists, Discord, can help develop marketing and release plans, also can be done remotely or at their studio in St. Catharines, and ideally experience running early access and Kickstarter. Wink, Ooh. wink. Scoop. Uh, check out that job, kinggamedevs.com slash jobs. And we're also uh, plugging jobs for Canuck Play, who are looking for a Unity game developers and a QA tester. So first up, looking for a full-time senior Unity game developer with five years experience, published titles, strong knowledge of C-sharp, Unity, 3D game experience, and console experience. They're also looking for a full-time Unity game developer with three years experience on published titles, uh, strong knowledge of C-sharp, Unity's UI system, 3D game experience, etc., and a part-time QA tester uh, who they will be looking to take on two days per week uh, with that increasing during the last weeks of production with a good understanding of the game QA process, strong communication skills, knowledge of Jira, which is like a, an issue bug tracker software, uh, and previous game QA experience. So if either of those three jobs sound like the one for you, and you would like to have your name in the credits of Doug Flutie's Maximum Football Game, definitely check that out on our site, canadiangamedevs.com slash jobs. <sighs> feels good, Steve. Feels good. It does. It does feel good. Get now that money. Now on to the news. Get that money. Get paid. Make games. And, uh, yeah. But now, let's move on to the news. I got four stories to plug for you this week, Steve. First up, Vertex Pop, one of my favorite studios, making... My favorite Canadian game of the year so far, Super Crush KO, are bringing their debut game, We Are Doomed, to the Nintendo Switch. So this game came out in 2014. It's kind of like a twin-stick shooter, uh, but the the art style is what really, um, I think, makes this game stand out from the rest. There, This game is like a seizure warning <laughs> required for the amount of just flashing bright neon colors and triangles that explode every time something dies i like yeah. it yeah it fits uh it fits well on on a portable because i play i actually played most of this game on vita all right mm. um and it's like it's meant like for me at least it's like the one of those games where i play like you know for 10 15 minutes here and there and then i just like i don't play for for a little bit mm-hmm. um and so it, i think it's like it suits the portable nature pretty well for switch so i would uh we have codes we can't say anything or actually i haven't even played the switch version yet but uh, i played it next because i think the embargo is like the middle of the week right because it comes out the 13th mm. i think august 13th mm, i think it comes out 
Oh, it's in the article here. The it comes out on August thirteenth. <laughs> It'll be seven ninety nine with a fifteen percent launch week discount. And if you purchase Super Crush KO or Graceful Explosion Machine on the Switch, you will receive a forty percent discount. I like that. I, I wish studios would do that more often. Um, for just like I know, and I know certain studios are doing it because I know like even like Super Hot gave away the sequel, didn't didn't they? Oh yeah, it was free if you own the first game. Yeah, so I I hope studios kind of do this more often i've seen a couple times where it's just like yeah if you own one of the games you get a discount on the other one i'm pretty sure Drinkbox studios did that too when they when they released uh guacamelee 2 on switch um yeah we are doomed like i haven't played the switch version but i i really dug it on vita it's good so also uh, i misspoke the game originally came out in 2015 i think what i'm thinking of is on their press kit they say founded in 2013 or 14 mm-hmm. yeah it was i think it was originally a steam and ps4 game and then they ported they then they ported to various things but i'm still waiting for that super crush ko ps4 port so oh yeah which i don't think is official yet i'm just saying no no but uh (laughs) ideally maybe they'll come to ps5 just skip it maybe well i mean they i mean wouldn't the thing to do is to like port it to ps4 and then just make it part of me make it playable on ps5 I'm sure it's more complicated than that. I don't know. No, you just flip a switch, I thought. File save as PlayStation 5. Yeah, dot, yeah. <laughs> you change the dot <laughs> PS4 file name to dot PS5. And, and there you hey, go. Hey, but a boom. Hey, That's don't even worry with. about it. All right, next game, Steve. Undermine is out now on Steam and mm-hmm. Xbox Game Pass. Uh, this is a two-person studio out of Vancouver and Seattle. Uh, the Canadian angle here is Vancouver-based engineer Derek Johnson has been working on this game for several years. Uh, it's been in early access for a while. It's now out of early access on Steam and on Xbox Game Pass for PC and Xbox One. It looks really good. It's a rogue-like with a bit of RPG tossed in, per the Steam description. Adventure deep into the Undermine and discover powerful relics, deadly enemies, hidden secrets, and a few friends along the way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I um I played this a little bit last night and uh I really dig it. Like like I've said numerous times like roguelikes they, it needs to have that RPG-ness to it. I can't mm. I can't just like go forward with like knowledge knowing that I know extra stuff. Like I need a little bit of like progression mm-hmm. in it and so you you do get that from this. Um it's kind of a mix. It's like a it's basically like binding of Isaac in terms of like the levels. Like they're all like they're the Legend of Zelda squares or whatever. Mm. And the maps are, you know, they probably randomly generated and, and whatnot, but everything's sort of like it's just a square and then every room's different. Um but yeah, I play I, I played it and I really dig it. I want to play more. I I did lose my save though, and I don't know if it's just me being stupid, but so I did lose uh some some time spent some progress yes yeah, progress but i i did download it on game pass on pc so i'll try and stream it uh sometime soon so we can get some impressions uh in video form yeah uh, it's, it's speaking sweet, of speaking of roguelike steve oh. this kind of went under my radar announced back in may but i didn't uh pick up on it till t- today actually tiny titan studios in london has announced their next game rogue oh. souls uh at rogue rogue souls game on twitter it's an action roguelike coming soon to pc uh today they revealed the first gameplay trailer so there's a little 30 second uh clip up on uh their youtube and on twitter and everything um 
yeah, it's uh, it it feels like Moonlighter to me. I don't know if you're familiar with Moonlighter, um, but it's it's a roguelike sort of dungeon crawling game. Uh, you have different uh, swords and abilities, and um, you clear a room of enemies, and then a chest appears. You open it to get get loot. I will say, Steve, my first impression was rogue souls. Like, come on, that's <laughs> like they're just taking the two most popular genre names, like souls like and rogue like, and making it one thing never judge a book by its cover but i will say rogue oh. souls is she like the de- developed in a lab <laughs> <laughs> what is the two most searched terms on steam <laughs> that's what i was going to say it should help with seo or whatever it should and maybe they're they're pulling a huge galaxy brain move here and, and i don't get it but um yeah uh, they said it should be available in early 2021 uh of course, Tiny Titan Studios, famous for their, their mobile and PC games like Tiny Rails, Tapsmiths, and Arena Stars, to name a few. Uh, they've been making games since 2014, doing very well for themselves. And uh, yeah, watch this little trailer here and tell me what you think, Steve. I like it. It looks really smooth um, and faster than what I'm kind of used to, mm-hmm. or at least what it, like what I was thinking. Um, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's like a combo kind of system going on and what like it's very chaotic what the for like the 20 seconds or so that they they show which i'm i'm down with um it also says one to four players so that's kind of cool too mm. summoned to the nexus the god of fates trials awaits secret rooms hidden passageways and certain death lurk as you hack and slash your way to salvation an rpg roguelike there you go steve right there in the name Beautiful. i think the one to four player i'm imagining would be like local co-op but they uh, I don't know if they've had a lot of online play in their other games. I think Arena Stars. Arena did. Stars was uh, was online, yeah. Mm, okay, so if they got the experience there, maybe it is online uh, co-op, which would be pretty cool. And in the one of the uh, gifts they have on their press kit, there's like like uh, Link's four swords, where there's like four of the same character, different colors. So I think that's the the co-opness. It says. So I, I don't know if Steam could obviously be updated. So if it says like single player, shared slash split screen co-op, full mm. controller support, remote play together. So that seems to think that it'll be um, like on the same screen or whatever. Same screen. I mean, on Steam, you can do the their couch co-op feature and it is essentially doing the same screen, but Steam's handling everything. The game doesn't have to. Yeah. I like the um, little so, character too, the yeah. little flame head. Yeah, it's uh it's cute. I like it. And uh yeah, I, we should we should add it to our wish list Steam. Do you want to do it right now? now? Yeah, let me right. let me boot up Steam. Pull pull up Steam. Cuz as you know, dear viewer, every developer is beholden to the almighty Gabe Newell and his Steam algorithm who determine what games get seen and what games perish. <laughs> is it only announced for Steam right now? I believe so. They don't have a page for it on their their press page. Um, So I can only go from the tweet that says PC. Here, hold on. Let me do do the test. I search Rogue. Mm -hmm. They don't come up. Hmm. It doesn't look like. Search Souls. Undermine came up, though. Rogue Warrior, Rogue State, Rogue Fable 3, Rogue Trooper. (laughs) Oh, my God. Rogue Glitch. Too many games, Steve. Rogue Stormers, Rogue System. Okay, so there's they're not doing too well on the Rogue part. Let's And what is it? Souls? Mm. See, it's going to be a bunch of Dark Souls. It's just going to be all the Dark Souls Beyond, games. Beyond, 
Tormented Souls, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, hmm. uh, Mortal Shell, Dead Cells. I have a question about Dead Cells for you, actually, by the way. Okay. Uh, I don't see... Yeah, they're not... So, you know what? We gotta we gotta add them to the wish list, help them out, get them... I mean, they're not coming out until 2021, so it's fine. They got time. But, uh... I don't... Because I don't know if... I don't know if also when you search things, if it prioritizes games that are already out, because Steam makes zero dollars off of, you know, wish listing and all this shit. Mm-hmm. So they want to obviously drive, drive you towards, um... Games that they can make money off of immediately so um but i added to my wish list excellent all right next last bit of news today i want to highlight for the viewers and listeners at home because of course we are on youtube now uh beat blast is a music maker bullet hell game coming to steam early access on august 14th uh this is a two-person toronto studio uh the main conceit of the game is you create sort of like beats and notes, kind of like if you know in sound shapes when you drag the notes onto the uh, the grid, like the sheet music, and then that uh, dictates like the firing pattern of your little twin stick shooter character. Oh, so you make music on the the sort of sheet music thing, and then that becomes <coughs> your abilities in the game, so you can customize your you know your output when you shoot and fire at enemies that way um and then you can add little items that like give little musical flourishes and of course all of this is to the beat of the music it's a really cool idea uh and it it looks really pretty um they're going to steam uh early access for let's see how long they say here uh we plan on being in early access for one year depending on what the community wants to see in the game it could be shorter or longer uh, we want to have a great time. We want to have a great game with lots of gameplay variety to make each playthrough unique. Um, so it's again entering Steam early access August fourteenth. You can add it to your wish list, and I will say, Steve, an astoundingly good Steam page. I think oh, this is probably, dare I say it, Ooh. the best Steam page I've seen so far doing this this show with you. Holy crap! Really? Let's yeah, me, uh, I'll, me... I'll I'll link you. I'll link you to Beat Blast. I, I just searched it. I had it open. Oh, you got it? Yeah, yeah. They have, a, they have a free demo on their website. You can play now to decide whether you want to get it in early access. Um, they have their Discord there, and they have um, GIFs all the way down about all the different ways you, you customize your character. And at the end, they have some cool art. I like your character's kind of like, like a little pool cue ball with arms and legs, uh, which is he's, he's fun. And yeah, it's it's a really, really good Steam page. What are these? Uh, I see a bunch of like icons. Are these mm. like the power ups that you get? Yeah, so uh, you can like shoot a bunch of bullets out from you at once. Um, and uh, so you can see in the trailer here in the bottom left is the so the sort of sheet music, and you're dragging the notes around like with <laughs> your mouse as you're mm. also using your mouse to do like the twin stick shooting part of it. Um. Yeah, this is a really cool, really fun take on a, a genre, on two genres that I think that have been, you know, done quite a lot. So yeah, I it's cool. I, I dig it, and I will definitely be picking it up on the fourteenth. Do you want to add it to our wish list? Are we are we going to do a multiple wish list news segment this week? I'm down. I just did. Excellent. Uh, what do you think? Looking at the trailer, 
Uh, no, I agree with you. It, it looks, as someone who's not musically inclined in any way, shape, or form, it looks a little mm-hmm. daunting and confusing to me, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks fucking cool as hell. Like, like twin six shooter, and so I'm. Are you controlling the little thing in the bottom left corner as well as your guy, or? Yeah, I think because I can see the the mouse sort of go over it and like click the different um, like quadrants on the yeah the sheet music. I think yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's kind of like sound shapes is what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm uh, excited to kind of give this a shot because uh, yeah, it'd be really cool if it's if it if 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 it feels really fluid and. And you, you're like, I'm picturing like bumping my head while I play. Cause that's what I did while I played sound shapes. I was trying to like time my jumps to the beat. Yeah. I'm also playing it. Like I don't have the music on right now cause we're, we're recording. So I feel like mm-hmm. I'm missing part of it, obviously. And mm-hmm. you're right. The steam page is quite good. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Uh, yeah. What, that's what does it mean by blast. partial controller support? Partial controller support? I don't yeah. know. Uh, Steam is still learning about this game. So, let's see. I clicked. Oh, partial. Con- when you click it, it just takes you to the other games. It's all that, other games. 15,000 games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll support English UI and full audio for French, Italian, German, and Spanish, which I think just means you can listen to this music <laughs> in any one of those languages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wooly Walrus Games in Toronto. Yeah, I, they've been a free uh, demo. they've been around for a while. So excellent. That's it for the news this week. If you want us to cover your game, studio, event, whatever you got going on, contact CanadianGameDevs.com. Now it's time for wish list. This Steve, inspired by the frequent wish listing of games while we were talking about them, like you just heard, uh, we introduced this segment a year ago. I think this month. Or oh, maybe really? last month. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm trying to find the first one. Um, oh, no, I'm way off. Ignore me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did we already pass a year? Or? Yeah, we're, we're past a year. Oh, uh, you missed yeah, it. Because it was when Brett was still on the show. I, I introduced the segment. Right, right. Uh, but regardless, uh, I, people kept wishlisting games while we were talking about them. So every week, I highlight three upcoming Canadian-made games that Steve has to add to his wishlist right now. First up, Witchwood by Lee Vermulin, a.k.a. Alien Trap in Toronto. <clears throat> Witchwood is a crafting adventure game set in the land of gothic fables and fairy tales. As the old witch of the woods, explore strange countrysides, collect magic ingredients, brew sorcerous spells, and pass judgment upon the capricious cast of characters. What do you think, Steve? I forgot about this game. I remember it getting announced because I've been... I've met Lee quite a few times, um, and he's a good guy, and I, I liked Cryptarch and and uh, and some of his past games and stuff. And I remember this game announced; I was pretty hyped because the studio always seems like it was working on quite a bit because they have like a VR mod box, like um, Gary's Mod type of game, mm-hmm. and a few other things. So they always seem like super busy, and I felt like I was always writing about them like every couple months. Um, and I I've now just realized that I kind of like forgot all about them, and I guess maybe they've gone a little silent the last little year or so um but this is working on this yeah that's true i remember seeing this and and i'm hyped for it i i'm glad uh i'm glad we do this section because i totally forgot about this game it's got a great art style i i love the little character portraits they're very like stylized in a way uh not disney but like mm, it's got a great style Mm -hmm. Uh, if i was better at describing art 
I would be able to tell you the the style it's reminding me of. Um, but yeah, it's uh, tag, currently tagged as casual RPG with crafting. So if those sound like genres you'd enjoy, you can check it out. And I will say, TBD 2020 and no gifts in the Steam page yet. There's still time. Uh, <laughs> lovingly rendered with a storybook art style. There you go. I think storybook. Yeah, I picture like like kids... This is like kids' illustrations, you know, like that the Stinky Cheese Man book. Stinky Cheese you know, Man. You you don't remember the Stinky Cheese Head book, the like kids' book that blew up, won a bunch of awards. No, I don't think so. That's the art style now that I'm, I'm thinking of. Um, and that they, might not be quite right, but it is that kid art, kid book art style. They do have another game in development that we can. I don't know. Should we save it for another wish list? We'll save list? it. Okay. We'll save it. We'll see. Uh, if you if you click I, on the developer name, you'll find the other game. But <laughs> spoilers for future wish list this segments. I have to ask Steve: Is Witchwood on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. Excellent. All right, next game for wish list this this week: Shishi, Ballad of the Oracle by Shishi Studios in Montreal, Montreal, Quebec. <laughs> uh, you can wish list it on Steam, releasing TBD. <clears throat> Explore, fight, and solve puzzles in this adventure role-playing game set in a colorful world filled with cute creatures. Travel with an oracle named Aaliyah who must develop her self-confidence to awaken the power that sleeps in her. Oh man, what, what, do you if, think, I, what if I don't have self-confidence? Well, you gotta make sure Shishi does, or <laughs> Aaliyah does. Yeah, Aaliyah. Oh, it's a turn-based RPG. Her eye is a clock. If you watch the trailer, like her right iris has like the long and short hand. Oh yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I'm obviously uh, getting some some Wind Waker vibes with this. Um, it's the cell shading, I think. Yeah, but also even the hearts in the bottom left corner. Oh, and, true. And the character still kind of uh, looks like good Steam page too. Must say, it got is, the gifts. It and is. Stuff. It is a good Steam page. Um, yeah, I could be down for a cute little uh, like turn-based RPG. Kind of gives me the vibe. Did you ever play those games? Uh, the Halloween RPGs, what the hell are they called? From uh, from that studio? Costume Quest? Yeah, Costume Quest. Did you ever play that? I did, I did. In that kind of vibe, too, with it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some, like, platforming elements, I see, too. Yeah, the you know, the classic uh, sliding the ice or whatever. But it looks like mm-hmm. you kind of freeze the ice or something, so I don't know. But, um, I'm down. I like it. Are you so down that you would add it to your Steam wish list? I am. Excellent. TB- TBA, I guess. It's still no or TBD, no release date yet. No release date yet, but that's fine. Take your time. It'll be at a, and I will be covering all of the games at the Indie Mega Booth, which is normally at Gamescom. They're doing an online one this year, kind of like a Maze did, where there's like a digital recreation of the slow fo- or the show floor, and you can go up to booths and they have like trailers and demos of your game. You can like play in their browser. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm uh, pretty stoked for that. They have and they God bless them on their list of studios put the country it's from. So I just control F Canada and I, I found like every single one because they never do that, Steve. I have to I have to Google the 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 game name or the studio name and then try and find like a LinkedIn if they don't have it on their Twitter and it's the worst. But here they just put the country the game's from. Mwah. This is uh, their first stu- uh, game too. It looks like. It's uh, yeah, it's got. I like the platforming part. I think would appeal to me more than the platforming puzzle solving, more than the the turn based RPG. That's right. Last game I want to show you and describe poorly, hopefully okay to our <laughs> viewers, <laughs> is Wicca from Auto 
exec games in Varennes, Quebec. Hadn't heard of that city before this game, so I had to, I had to spend some time on Google Maps. I was going to say, yeah, I don't know where that is either. <clears throat> Wicca brings you to a mythical 16th century Scotland during a period of witch hunts and tribulations. Oh. Control time, plan strategies, and command allies to stop the cursed legions from invading Hoggendale. Uh, planned release date, all caps, coming soon. <laughs> don't <laughs> ask. <laughs> uh, gifts in the Steam page. Um, very uh, Unreal Engine, definitely looking game. Uh, your witches taking on just some hordes of weird, creepy monsters. Um, and yeah, there's a uh, there's a, sto- a story, a co-op, I think it looks like up to like four other witches you can play with. Inspired by Scottish folklore, fight against uh, numerous creatures, inspired by rich and variegated Scottish heritage. Ok, lads and lassies, right beside (laughs) that. (laughs) A skill tree, an original OST. I guess the original in OST stands for, you know what I mean. Um, The O in OST stands for original, so it's a little, mm -hmm. the Department Mm -hmm. of Redundancy Department. Yeah, like when you say SMS message. Or chai tea. Or non bread. Because <laughs> non just means bread in Hindi, I think. What about what's chai tea? Is chai tea? Chai is just Hindi. Or chai is. Oh, well, one of the major languages in India for tea. Oh. Yeah, so when you say chai tea, someone who speaks that language just hears tea tea. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, 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 learned, I learned the non thing when I worked at the Indian restaurant. It was like, can I have some non bread? And they would all giggle. And I was like, what, what's wrong? And they're like, but the non just means bread. And I was like, oh, okay. You want some bread bread, you stupid Canadian? <laughs> stupid kid. The, no, the stupidest moment was I, I left that job and got a job at Boston Pizza. And I wanted to come back and, like, and like you know, say thanks for giving me my first job and everything. So I brought, like, a pepperoni pizza back. And they're like, oh, buddy, we're Muslim. And I was like, well, like, there's pepperonis. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you worked here for three years. We celebrated Ramadan with you. Idiot. <laughs> That's funny. We were like, yeah, oh, just, my bad. I guess I'll just eat this delicious pizza. <laughs> oh, I did. I came back with a cheese pizza, though. I'm not a monster. There you go. Uh, but I don't think they liked it. Boston Pizza doesn't have really good pizzas, in my opinion. What? Oh, I love I love Boston Pizza. I'm Boston. The, <clears throat> the the spicy pierogi is the best pizza on the menu. I I like the meteor one, which is just, it's literally just like a dead it's animal, mean. like dead pig. Yeah, it's awesome. But I, it's, I like, it's like two pounds of meat. <laughs> I know. But Boston Pizza was like the go-to place for Heather and I, because there was one like near us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, we live in a pretty, and I'm not saying this like in a bad way, like we live in a pretty Asian area. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the restaurants would be Asian. So if we wanted something that wasn't Asian, mm-hmm. Boston Pizza was really the only place we can go to walking distance. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not really true anymore Uh, and I mean Boston Pizza's gone anyways but it it was like our go-to because they also play sports and stuff like that so I I do they do play a a lot of sports I know I love it I have a soft spot for Boston Pizza I I could get that I probably have less of a soft spot because I worked there for a year and saw how everything got made (laughs) oh yeah I mean well actually that's not true because I love Taco Bell and I worked at Taco Bell (laughs) oh but like no one but Taco Bell is so cheap you know you got the party pack you get friggin 24 tacos chips quesadilla two drinks and it's like 20 bucks yeah if anything if anything you just know like when you work fast food you just know they're all like that you're just Mm. like okay well whatever (laughs) when i go to boston pizza i'm like i'm not paying 30 dollars for a medium boston royal pizza that i know how it got made like i just can't in my head 
That's fair. That's fair. All that to say, Wicca, developed by AutoExec Games <laughs> in Varennes, Quebec. Uh, Scottish folklore co-op. Lots of cool things, cool ideas being explored here. Can you think of another Scottish setting game? No, that's what I was. That's why I was uh, thinking. Like, I kind of dig that. Like, it's it's taking like a historical um, time and just like kind of fucking around with it. And you are um, the witches during the witch hunt, and just I know. <laughs> like the first part of the trailer is you shooting like purple like shit from your hands, fighting demons. So I was like, oh, they're going full, <laughs> full into this. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I'm uh, to be honest, I don't know anything about the history of Scotland and witches in 16th century Scotland. Me neither. I know more. I, mean, I saw. I saw Brave. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't even see Brave. Oh um, man, I just really even that history. Like, I really just know of the Salem and stuff. And like, you know, what Boston. about Braveheart? Uh, Braveheart is apparently super historically inaccurate, isn't it? Probably. I mean, I'm. I'm I don't know. The point <laughs> is, this game looks pretty pretty fun. Pretty cool exploring a, a setting and a inspiration that. I haven't really seen it in a game before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a uh, very ambitious, lots of gifts in the steam description. And Steve, I got to ask is Wicca on your steam wish list? Wicca, Wicca. Yes, it is. Wicca, Wicca. Indeed. That's it for wish list. This, this week. If you want to get your game into this segment, please send it to us. Contact at Canadian Uh, or any other way, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We check all those messages. TikTok. TikTok. I made a TikTok today, Steve. I saw. I, I commented. You were my first like too. I, I saw. I was just perusing through, and it was like tan line check, and I was like, oh no, this is me. This is the trend for me because I've been wearing the exact same pair of sandals. I said three years in the TikTok, but I think it might be like four or five. But I switched it up at one point. I don't. I don't remember how long ago. Aren't they? So I have a solid strip of tan just on the top of my foot, and then just the pastiest skin surrounding it where the sandal straps cover aren't they stinky like aren't the sandals like kind of smell bad by this point i give them a little scrub um but actually when i say the exact same sandals i mean when they wear out i take them into the shoe store put it on the counter and i'm like give me this exact same sandal and i buy it again (laughs) that's what i mean by same sandal is i've been wearing the exact same birkenstock with the back strap and belt belt or like the buckles on top since i can remember um but this pair in particular at least two years do these sandals save your life or something like why are you so they're just the most comfortable sandals i've ever worn and i I really and i I like them a lot i highly recommend them they're overpriced because it's birkenstock but yeah with the back strap too because to me i'm a very aggressive walker so i'll like slip they'll slide off while i'm like i'm kicking my foot forward it's a very me problem to have but um, i'll be honest i'm not even like really that big of a sandals person like i don't even have a pair of sandals so i at this point only have a pair of sandals oh my god i mean yeah to be to be fair my my feet are size 15 so just finding shoes is just mm. a, a world of a pain in the ass mm-hmm. check the birkenstock website if they have a 15 you should definitely give them a shot so what if fine. it's just the comfiest what if it's just the comfiest shoe you've ever worn in your life i have no reason to need sandals though but it's so nice though, all the time. Well, we're not allowed to leave the house though. You're not. Dabs in Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the uh, gym this morning actually, so we're still allowed to leave. We're in stage three, so. I walked to the iced coffee with my girlfriend because I'm not as 
health conscious as all my friends. Is it just like business as usual out there now? Like, do people no? So you have to wear masks indoors and yeah. everywhere. Huge signs every door. Nova Scotia law, whatever, mandatory masks inside. Um, which is the only real big difference. Other than that, um, select movie theaters are open. There's like two open, not the one closest to me, of course. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's essentially business as usual. Yeah, I want my uh, I want the movie theaters to start opening up again, so my Cineplex stocks kind of go up. Yeah, I want the movie theaters to open up because I, I really like going to movies. And they did it. They did the one that's like a it would. It's like an hour and a half bus for me, like each way. So it's not worth it. But Oof, yeah, they rough. did special five dollar tickets like for whatever movie you wanted like not even the newer ones in quotes like before everything shut down those are still in theaters but then they're also doing like jurassic park back to the future mm-hmm. inception batman and like yeah yeah they're really like hyping up the movie the few movies that came out this year that like before the shutdown like i just keep keep seeing ads for like sonic and and uh, the invisible Bad boys. Man. yeah and Bad boys <laughs> for life too or whatever yeah exactly so um i saw like that ad for me i mean heather there was this thing where it was called uh stars and strollers where like as a parent you could take like they would have um like wednesday during the afternoon you could take like babies and stuff to the movies but the movie wouldn't be like baby movies it'd be mm-hmm. it'd still be like adult movies <laughs> um not adult like what am i trying to say? like not scary movies but not and not super violent so just like i don't know like just like normal. Sonic, yeah, like Sonic, like yeah. movies that like adults would want to see, but you could still like have them with kids and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like babies who don't know what the hell that's going on. So mm-hmm. she was going to that quite a bit, but I don't think they do that anymore. I haven't been to the theaters since Bad Boys Four Three or whatever the movie was. Yeah, I see now like Empire Strikes Back, Jaws, Karate Kid, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I I like the Karate Kid reboot. It gets a lot of hate, but I think with Will Smith, Jade, no, Jaden Smith. Or yeah, I meant Will Smith's kid. Yeah, it's it's this, good. I, this I is actually the Karate Kid with the original Karate Kid, which I've never yeah, seen. I've never seen the original one. Well, you have to watch the OG one before the new one because there's some jokes where, like, in the OG one, he like grabs the fly with the chopsticks, and then in the reboot, he like goes to grab it with the chopsticks and then just fly swats. <laughs> it's good. <sighs> anyway. Hot take of the week, Steve. We don't really have a lot. There was a PlayStation uh, state of play, but there weren't any Canadian games shown other than Godfall has a couple of Canadian developers in it. Um, yeah, we we you know talked about it in the Discord a little bit. Um, I think the the big thing on my timeline, everyone was like, "Wait a minute!" Every Hitman game, all the way back, including the new one that's not out yet, three is going to support VR, PlayStation VR. Like you yeah. can play the whole game in first person seemed like as far as like technologically like implementing that and getting that working seems like the biggest flex from that stream in my opinion yeah that's pretty cool i mean now just whenever vr psvr news hits i'm just like oh i don't have my psvr anymore because <laughs> because right. they showed that vader game too and i was like fuck this looks awesome but it does uh i just don't have like i just don't have the hardware to play it they and... gotta be they gotta be supporting it with ps5 yeah, yeah, like PS. Actually, they just they just showed that the, um, they just announced what, um, what like stuff will work on PS Five, mm-hmm. and the VR unit will work, 
it's you just the camera i think that if you if you get a ps4 camera you need like an adapter you need to like order mm, an adapter. but they give it to you for free right yeah 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 because the connected something similar if you bought an xbox one s they got rid of the connect port so they would you just send them the serial number of your new xbox and the connect and it'll send you an adapter for free mm, yeah, yeah so they'll probably do that with this or like send them your ps camera serial number and your ps5 serial number and they'll send you an adapter yeah exactly and move controllers will work which is kind of like crazy because like the they're ps3 they're ps3 things and they have the old usb like yeah like plugins too which is annoying um but yeah i mean the 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 state of play was fine it was whatever like there wasn't mm-hmm. really it's funny because they announced like before it they're like don't expect big ps5 announcements mm-hmm. and i'm like you guys are just shitting all over the, the ps5 announcements in there <laughs> like if i was yeah. a developer if i was like that the what was it the pathless or whatever i'd be like oh we're not a big that's also coming to ps4 though oh is it yeah was there yeah, anything that was to... ps5 only I, I was just like what godfall. a weird isn't it like, godfall uh well yeah yeah so yeah i would just be like oh we're not a big announcement you get like why don't like just announce the fucking price of the console already and two months Steve. i know that's crazy right like it's august 8th the sin's coming out before black friday like that's the absolute last day right like it won't be mm-hmm. it won't be not re- it won't be released after black friday in the states which is like mid-november so it's like we're two and a half months away from this thing so it's just mm-hmm. like eh. anyways we don't need to reiterate we've been talking about that for a while we don't we don't need to reiterate i will I say oh you go first no no i was going to change subject so wrap it up oh i i will say i uh i like how they straight up ripped off the nintendo direct format down to like the slideshow where like the 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 panels to the right are like blanked out to like ooh, what's going to be the next slideshow and then it slides in and reveals itself exactly yeah. like the <laughs> nintendo direct I know. Well, this whole thing is like basically Nintendo Direct, right? And mm-hmm. It's like these things happen so often now that people are just like automatically disappointed. It seems like like you can't just like have a big bombshell announcement every single like every two or three months. It's kind mm-hmm. of yeah. Gamescom's in a week or two. They're gonna do a big live stream. Yeah, exactly. And like so. Joff Keeley on his Game Awards YouTube channel doing like hands on with the PS5 controller, and it's an hour long video. It's like. Oh my god, dude! No, no one. You can't sustain this level of excitement about anything. Isn't Pax Prime? When Pax Prime be now? End of. Uh, it's always the weekend before Labor Day. Yeah, so when that would be happening this month too, and they would announce stuff. I'm guessing yeah. they're going to do a Pax Online or some shit. <sighs> oh man, it's gonna be an absurd fall all around. Just announce. Just tell me how much money I need to take out of Sophia's school fund mm-hmm. so that I can buy this stupid console. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, um, anyways, my question. You're gonna say something. I think I've asked you about Dead Cells before. Is Dead Cells mm-hmm. an RPG? Like, do you level up in Dead Cells? No, you unlock items that then become available for randomly dropping in later runs. Because mm. mm-hmm. it's on it's on uh, PS Now, and I've kind of eyed it a few times. Oh, it's really good. I highly recommend it. Yeah. How long? Like. Allegedly, you can beat it on the first run, right? But it took most people. I still haven't beat it. I've gotten to the last fight that I know is the last fight because I saw it at a Games Done Quick speed run. I've gotten to the last fight like three or four times, but I've never beaten it. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's on the it's on PS Now. Like I might jump to it, but it's it's one of the games I've been eyeing for like a long, long time. Where I was just like, this does look cool, but I just don't know if if like I'll play it like once or twice and then just be like, mm-hmm. just move or whatever. It's so, quick. It's really fast action platformer. Uh, it's got a cheeky sense of humor too, where like the main character only communicates in like motions, so like the like shrug or thumbs up or shake their head. It, I I like the the like cheekiness of the game and it's also a studio in france that's part of a trend lately of entirely like lateral studio ownership where everyone has an equal stake gets an equal amount of uh, revenue from the company and has like equal voting rights kind of like co-op in uh, montreal Montreal. and the glory society which is a bunch of the x night in the woods devs Um, and there's a couple other ones I'm, i'm seeing pop up which i think is just a really cool way to um, get around the issues with labor in the games industry and uh, is a very appealing to pr- getting talent into your studio. Like you from day one with like, usually there's like a three month, like whatever profession period was like, you will have the same voting rights, the same, you get out what the game does sales wise equally mm-hmm. from everyone else. Like that just sound like that could tempt people away from other offers at studios where the, the climb to that level would be a lot longer. Yeah. But I wonder, I mean, I wonder if it's like, if you're a develop, like if you're in one of the job roles that would be paid more like a developer, mm-hmm. if you would kind of steer away from that, cause it's just like, I'm assuming it's sort of taking the median average. So like a QA person or, or whatever community guy, <clears throat> makes more than typical but then like a developer and the ceo for sure like make less but i mean they've been around for 19 years how long have they done this the whole time or hmm. i'm just on their wikipedia page right now and i'm seeing it it looks like because it looks like they spun out another studio after dead cells did so well and so there's some people still working on dead cells and then the new studio is working on something else mm-hmm. oh no sorry the new studio is working on dead cells evil empire and then motion twin the original studio is still working yeah out. yeah no, that's cool. I mean, it's pretty neat. It's, uh, we, I mean, and I was telling you about that thing, Aeon developers or whatever from the PlayStation uh, thingy, where they basically said that the company like stole that game mm-hmm. <laughs> from them and stuff. And it's worth looking into that. Um, I'm always, you know, it's always interesting to see different companies do different things with how they reward their employees. So, Yeah, I was uh, reading about, Speaking of hashtag game dev paid me a couple of weeks ago that all of the Blizzard developers put all their salaries in like a big group spreadsheet. Yeah, I heard about that. And um, some recruiters at Riot Games saw that and were like, wait a minute. And we're just like, come over here, like literally a couple minutes away and make way more for the same job because we pay our employees better. I know. And, I'm, I'm sure hiring managers were just salivating at that yeah, talk. No, it, and then, so now on Blizzard's end, they're like, oh my God, everyone knows what our employees make now. So they can just poach like Blizzard, right? This is Overwatch, Warcraft, Diablo. Like these, these are the people you want working on your games. And so they're in full panic mode at Blizzard HQ trying to placate a bunch of their developers who just realized that a for the same role they're getting paid differently than their colleagues b a lot of the people who make the game function and come out on time and not be buggy mess aren't even paid a living wage in the cities they live in and 
C, management makes like 400 times more than like the median wage at the company. And like, not even in video games, but Bobby Kotick, Activision Blizzard CEO, is the most overpaid CEO in the world. Yeah. But, he- like, and to do that math, you like look at what the company's worth, what they make, what the average employee makes, and what the CEO makes. And for any industry, not even video games, he's the most overpaid CEO in the world. Yeah, I think I think he owns like forty percent of Activision Blizzard, whatever. Could you imagine, <laughs> like, just that alone? Like, absurd. It's kind of crazy that he like even shareholders are getting mad at him, and they were like, "You need to be paid less." Yeah, and once once the shareholders, you know, start doing that's the all they really listen to. But know? the thing is, like, if he's if he represents forty percent of the shareholders, like, pff, I don't know, he, could, he might just be able to fucking do whatever he wants. It's absurd. Kind of crazy. Where where is the city? Where is the? You mentioned that they're paid way less than the city they live in. Is it like in San San Fran or whatever? Or um, one of them? They have a couple studios, and the one with Riot, I think, is Los Angeles. Mm. Um, so expensive, have, expensive uh, cities. Yeah, very expensive city, and yeah, and that also like some of the um, people who had left Blizzard for League of Legends. I mean, sorry for Riot Games. Uh, we're we're on Twitter. Like, yeah, they just. I told them what I made. They're like, we'll pay you 30% more for the same job. And, they're like, Duh. and <laughs> they're they like, just left. Yeah. They're bounced. That reminds me of, I'll, I won't mention the companies, but like, I know someone who was basically the hiring, like a hiring manager at one company mm-hmm. and hired like, I don't know, basically 50 to 60% of the staff there. Mm-hmm. And then that person left to go work at another like Toronto startup. And she became like the director of HR there and she was like i know exactly like how much money they're all making we could just poach them like i know i know what they make and then basically i knew a lot of people who just like basically jump shipped because they knew how to like go after uh after the like the the employees or whatever because they knew exactly all the information so the fact that this like list leaked or whatever or not leaked or was just released probably has got hiring managers gotten pretty happy <laughs> these last mm-hmm. like this last week just being like oh my god this is thank you we can beat this easily <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> makes you think steve maybe we should all be more a little transparent with our salaries internally and <laughs> yeah I, m- I mentioned that in before where it's just for me it's like something that i rather just keep to myself like as long as i'm happy with what i make um mm-hmm. and th- i've been in times where i wasn't happy with what i make and i did want to be more transparent if someone were to ask me i would keep it to myself but i would do everything if someone's unhappy with with their pay i would do everything i can to help but mm-hmm. I, for me it's like i just rather keep it to myself as long as i'm like happy and can support my family and all that stuff but i understand how people don't want to do that because i wasn't like that always mm-hmm. if this leads to raises at blizzard and um, a bigger sense of you know, worker solidarity between like QA and the design leads and like everyone who works there and makes the game. I think that would be the best outcome. Aren't, uh, aren't QA people usually contract workers too? Not like depends on the studio. Apparently at Activision, it differs for different, um, uh, like companies like the COD people are like a full-time QA. Cause that's like a live service game. Mm. And, uh, part of this report in Bloomberg was, a lot of the QA team couldn't afford to eat at the Activision food court on their cell. On they were making minimum wage, right? Yeah. And they couldn't afford to eat lunches at the food court, so a lot of them would bring like, uh, like 
60 cent ramen or like instant make oats and stuff and just steal hot water and eat at their desk. Damn, how expensive was this? California minimum wage is ten fifty US, which mm-hmm. isn't that bad, but it's also California is super expensive. So, and uh, yeah, paying for rent and food. And again, these are all, I mean, verified but anonymous reports from developers, right? But apparently multiple developers at that studio were like, yeah, none of the QA can afford to eat here. So at the studio cafeteria just boggles your mind. Yeah, no doubt. Anywho, that's a pretty hot take of this week. And uh, I didn't even have to play the Soviet anthem once. Now, you're you're leaning towards it pretty <laughs> quite a bit, I feel like, though. A little bit. <clears throat> um. Let's talk about what we've been playing, Steve. Uh, didn't yeah. didn't stream it this week, but I would like to stream Undermine uh, this week, and we can try and uh, stream The Forest, which we were talking about before the show, which is just continually topping the PlayStation digital downloads and uh, is a sequel coming out soon. Did you buy? Uh, did you buy The Forest? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I'll have to check. Um, if I didn't, I don't mind. It's like twenty bucks, whatever. Um, it looks oh, cool. Look, look who's look who makes nice money over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just am a lot easier to spend money on an indie game than uh although I did buy Ghost of Shima and I wish I didn't. But Yeah, me too. Me too. That's besides the point. <laughs> I w- I wish I waited for the sale. Yeah, I wish I wish like I don't know, in a year from now it'll be like 30 or 40 new with like the red label on it like PlayStation hits or whatever. Yeah. You just get it then. It'll be the same game. It'll be better cuz they'll have patched a lot of stuff. All the patches and shit, yeah. Pre-ordering games isn't the way to go anymore. I'm realizing more and more. To me, I got I got caught in the hype, and this happens like fairly often. Where it's like it's not even the marketing hype; it's just that everyone else is talking about the game. So I see shit on Reddit all of, all over the place. People on Twitter. Friend, my friend was playing at work, and he loved it. He platinum did in like a week. Um, and so I'm just like, ah, fuck it, I'll just buy it. And then I don't really. Like, I try to wait, and numerous times I don't. Like, I tried waiting for God of War. I tried waiting mm-hmm. for Detroit Become Human. I tried waiting mm-hmm. for lots of games, and sometimes it's I'm, I was wrong. Sometimes I wasn't. And this time with Ghost, I'm just like, ah, I wish I just waited because mm-hmm. it's like I'm not really feeling it. I played a little bit more this week, but still just like it's the game that I play like an hour, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good for like another couple days. I don't need to play this. I haven't played in like a couple of weeks. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, it's... I have no motivation to go back and play it. How far are you? I don't know. I'm not like halfway through first act, maybe. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, I did play um, this past week Fall Guys with you and the Chris's. The Chris's. Uh, I got two back-to-back wins with you guys, and then you're at, what, six wins? I'm at six total. I have never won... Have I won two in a row? I might have won two in a row, but I've never won three in a row. Hmm. The Platinum's still at 0%, which means that someone out there is missing one of those two hardest trophies. I think... Oh, no, actually... That one's good. I think one of the ones that takes forever is... uh, Nope, someone has that one, too. Interesting. Qualify for 500 rounds. Not many people have that. It's the time sink more than anything. Reach level... Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, you know what it is? What? Oh, only one person has this. It's um, equip a legendary body color pattern upper and lower costume piece. I don't know if I guess enough pieces have come out that you can get it, but mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think uh, I don't know how this person got it. Maybe um, they spent money because you can just buy the kudos. But I don't. Th- I think 
I think the only legendary items that have been for sale are the the, the hotline Miami ones? stuffy stuff. Yeah, the crown stuff, and the, mm. and the, specifically the two hotline Miami stuff. But this requires you to have four, and mm. I don't think there's anything in the battle pass. So I must be wrong. There must be something somewhere, or or it's glitched or something like that. But mm-hmm. that, and then fifty cosmetic items from the store. Only two people have that. <laughs> so it's going to be a hard platinum. You're gonna, five do, in a row. You're, gonna, you're gonna try. You probably get stuck on that five in a row and then give up out of frustration. <laughs> if I, I'm gonna keep playing it, and if I get five, like if I happen to get that five in a row, I will go for it. But I'm not gonna stress myself out. If I win three yeah. in a row, then I will. Like you know what I mean. To mm-hmm. be honest, I saw and I saw like a the Onion article or Hard Hard Times article about this, which <laughs> is like the trophy for winning for completing five matches in a row without getting no disconnected. forget for like starting five matches in a row. Yeah, without getting disconnected and just like because that's the thing. I like the game's great. It's Mario Party basically. Um, I like Mario how Party it's Battle like Royale. I like how it's shorter matches. You know, you can play even if you make it to the fifth round. Like the whole match will take like fifteen minutes, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, it's just having server issues. And I went to buy some shit too, and I was just like, you know what? I'll I'll let you get your server shit figured mm-hmm. out first. Then I'll buy. Yeah, it. no, they got hit. I think 1.5 million people connected the first weekend. Their concurrent users was like 200 thousand. Yeah, and like, I I understand. It's just that I'm not going to throw money at people who are like unable to keep up the server stuff right now. Yeah, it's not there yet. <laughs> yeah. So, but once like if I'm still playing in like a week or two when the server I'm guessing is a lot better, then I'll you know I'll jump in. I'll give them some. Some cash they got a bundle or whatever for cosmetics. If they, they have, if, like if they're still having connection issues like three months from now, then we're in a different conversation. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, it's pretty dope. Some of the games don't hit that well, but you know, other games are really good. Uh, I like it a lot. Have you? Uh, uh, what's the like your least and most favorite? Game. My least favorite game is the memory one where yeah. there's a bunch of panels and it, it they like flash on and off to show you what fruit is on and then they'll show you a fruit on the big screen. You have to stand on that panel. Yeah. I always just go where the, the most people are and just hope we're not all wrong. Yeah. And I saw a gif actually where someone actually won with like on that one because he was the only one that, that knew, um, picked the right fruit or whatever. Oh, man. And That'd I'm the same so one. Cool. I don't pay attention and, and yeah, I just... Uh, I just I just like follow the crowd basically. Yeah, that's my least favorite and my most favorite is probably the the race one where it's like the slime is slowly rising. Yeah, slime climb or whatever. Yeah, I've got to the point where like every time I play that one I finish first and that's actually how I got the trophy for you have to taunt right before you <laughs> oh, finish. You have that one? Yeah, cuz every time we play that match the very first ramp up there's a like bouncy pad you can jump on and actually skip up which yeah. no one uses. So I did that and just like flawless. Like I, I video recorded it. I flawlessly went through the whole thing, got to the top and I was up there for like two minutes before the next person came. And like, I was just taunting the whole time my wave and then cross to get the trophy. Yeah. It's, I saw that one. I really I, did. I tried doing that one in a race where someone was maybe like a half a second behind me and I, I did it, but I think you have to do the full emote cause I didn't get the trophy. So next time, Steve, that's fine. Well, what's your favorite and least favorite Fall Guy minigame? I think I agree with you. Maybe it's not Slime Climb. I kind of like the the hexagon one with the, the platform that disappears Ooh, or whatever. That one's chaos. That one's Tron. You're like trying to cut people off. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've seen someone online who they say like if you just like fall straight to the bottom one and then just sort of like do a circle, 
by the time everyone falls down, you you'll have like you'll you'll be fine. But if more than one person does that, then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I but I like that one. That's where I got most of my wins as well too. So kind of I kind of have a soft spot for that one. I I've gotten second place on that one so many times because I always get my win on the the one where you run up and have to grab the crown. Yeah, yeah, true. That's a good one. Anyway, Fall Guys is great. It's free on PS Plus for another month. Everyone should download it. Um, yeah, and you've also been playing Undermine. You mentioned at the start of the show. Yeah, um, it's awesome. I out now on Game Pass and Steam. Yeah, I, I did the Game Pass because I keep, I basically just go and do Game Pass and use a bin like my bin subscription or whatever mm. or bin like rewards. Your Microsoft rewards, yeah, yeah, points and, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You pay for it with that, and then I play the game, whatever game I'm playing, because I was in a Halo mood not too long ago, and mm-hmm. then I just like unsubscribe because I'm just like, ah, whatever, I'll subscribe whenever I feel like it. So I did that again, um, but I'll probably keep it this time. But yeah, Undermine is like a lot of fun. I'm only like an hour into it, but it's it's a good time. Um, not like too crazy difficult, um, and I kind of wish I had multiplayer though. It's the only thing. Like it seems like a game that would really fit well with multiplayer and i don't think mm. it does i don't know actually let me here hold on let me let me quickly check to make sure it doesn't while you quickly check i'll say that uh what have i been playing this week i've been playing we are doomed on switch we're not going to talk about that till next week so stay tuned for impressions that on on steam um played some more panzer paladin still hella nice. hard hella good highly recommend so good, Steve. That game is tight. It's awesome. The game is pixel perfect platforming. I, I know they. I don't think they've announced a PS4 edition, but I think I'll just hold off for a PS4 edition instead mm-hmm. of getting the Switch one. Because uh, yeah, uh, no, Undermine is completely single player, but it's still mm-hmm. like really good. I got to like kind of the first boss and, and died and whatnot. So um, I, I recommend checking it out. I mean, Game Pass. It's like the fucking anyone who doesn't have Game Pass. I don't know why what you're doing with your life, but. You probably have a Mac and a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's dope. It's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, like it's it's my type of roguelike because you you don't really you don't have a level, but you get like you get new gear and stuff like that. So there is like a little bit of progression. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good. And then I've uh, I'm going for my Last of Us two platinum run. So I, I finished day one and uh, day one or whatever. So so got game's a too long, to dude. Game's too long. You know what? Here's what you do, so you don't feel like it's it's too long. You you have a baby that you mm-hmm. don't play the game in front of, mm-hmm. and then you can only play when she's asleep. Bonus points: mm-hmm. she won't sleep, and then you just have an itch to play it all the time. So you kind of want it to be long. It really does feel like a prestige TV show where it should have been like each day should have been an episode released over the course of like four months. That would have been cool. I think, that would have been really cool. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but it, it definitely does have like a part one and part two built into it. And I think mm-hmm. it would have been done pretty well if he did part one and part two. Really know? far apart, you mean? Yeah. But you mm-hmm. have part, you released part one like back in February or whatever. And then part two would have come out now. I think that would have been pretty cool, especially because like the halfway like cliffhanger is like pretty neat. It's a good cliffhanger. Yeah. I, I um, was, I was hanging on the cliff. I know. And uh, I think that would have been pretty cool. But I still like it a lot. Oh, I like it. It's the biggest technical flex in PS4 history. In console history. Never, 
ever be another game that does the tiny random shit that game does. Last of Us 3? No, please make something else, Naughty Dog. For the love of God, please make something else. Last of Us 1 was so good. If you just disappear for 10 years, I don't care, and make a new game. I think... Don't beat the shit out of your employees. (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll see Last of Us 3. No, Steve, don't say that. But I also think like Uncharted's coming back, but it won't be Naughty Dog. I wonder if like we'll see Last of Us three, but it won't be Naughty Dog. Like I feel like Naughty Dog can just work on whatever the hell they want. Um, yeah. but there has been a lot of blowback about Last of Us two that I wonder if like Sony's kind of a little bit of a, afraid of just dealing with that shit because it As sold we really said well. Before, it sold really well, and that's the only thing shareholders care about. It's true, and it is still the fastest selling sony ip ever like launch weekend or whatever uh probably yeah I it was know. like f- almost five million copies and i did see week. uh ghost of tsushima is like killing it and doing japan. quite well in japan specifically yeah japan specifically it's like the highest it's going to be the the highest selling first party new ip huh um this generation i think beating out i don't remember so i saw J- that jrpg uh, I'm trying. Maybe Bloodborne might have been the top one. I don't know. Ooh, I should play Bloodborne again. You know what, Steve? If the PS5 launches with Ratchet and Clank in the Demon Souls remake, I'll get it. I don't think either the well, Demon Souls isn't a launch game, is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't think. Have so. they even they have they even said what the launch games are? Um, no. I think in that state of play, we really only saw what was like early 2021 or sorry 2020. So we're like, right. okay, well, well, that's pretty much launch. So I think like Spider Man is early twenty twenty. So you I think like, I or you mean holiday? Like whichever one said holiday twenty twenty is a launch game, probably. Yeah, sorry, not early. Like yeah, holiday twenty twenty. I think is Spider Man, and even mm-hmm. a game like Resident Evil is early twenty twenty one. But I don't think they've said you know day one. Here's what you're playing. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a solid chance that on launch day it's going to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla and. Some Sony Spider-Man, game. Miles Morales. Spider-Man and, and then just a bunch of PS4 games. <laughs> which and Assassin's probably Creed they'll, I hope they do like a PS Plus launch. Like <laughs> Resogun was my most played PS4 game at launch. The game was so good. So yeah. I hope they do some indie that they can do in the, the free month for that week, month. I think that'd be cool. I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to do because they used to do... You would, get two, you would get two games for each system and then the, now it's just two games for PS4. So I wonder what they'll do when PS5 comes out. With like 100 how many million people have a ps4 they'll probably keep the ps4 ones for a while yeah sure but yeah it'll maybe there'll be like two ps4 and one ps5 game yeah you know what's really annoying this week what? um sims 4 was playstation plus a while ago but i had ea access when when that happened so i couldn't like quote unquote buy it and then heather wanted to play sims 4 and i i didn't have ea access so i had to like rebuy ea access because i couldn't have bought sims 4 when it was playstation plus does that make sense yeah i get what you mean so that is dumb yeah i don't think there's a way to because i don't know if there's other game if that really applies to other things because it's not really like ps now like you don't really own the ps now stuff either you just download no it. you just have EA a save access. file yeah whereas i remember like ea access like i remember this like i couldn't it would, it would just say download to PS4 or whatever because it was already kind of owned by me, quote-unquote, because of EA Access. So, anyways, hmm. whatever. EA Access is only like 30 bucks, so it's not really that big of a deal. It's a good deal. 
that's it for what we've been playing and that's it for this episode of the canadiangamedevs.com podcast it's been episode 150 what did i say four four sounds yeah 154 uh thank you so much for listening if you want to help us keep the site running all our channels covering the canadian game dev scene you can support us over at patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. Shout out to our new uh, $5 supporter, Sean Hayden. Thanks so much for your support. If you want to be cool like Sean and get shout outs at the end of every episode, as well as occasional game key giveaways, discount codes for Canadian gaming events, a special channel on our Discord, and early access to the podcast, you should do that. Because uh, then we'll include your name at the end here with these lovely folks. Thank you so much to Aaron McLeod, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Jean Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Kai Hutchins, M5 Games, Nicholas A. Zarko, Nav from the Academy of Games, Pixelnauts underscore Alex. Check out the jobs at that studio. Sean Hayden, who we mentioned before, new patron, Slaughter Neko, and Stacy H. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. We'd love to take your feedback. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, send us an email with your any of your feedback at contact at CanadianGameDevs.com. If you like the episode, share it with someone you think might also like it. Or as Steve said last week, share it with someone you think might hate it with absolutely no interest in it whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you really hate someone... Send and they, and you, two dudes talking about Canadian games for a while. Yeah, and just make them listen to it. <laughs> Strap them to a chair and, like, pull their ears open like that... Uh, what's that horror movie where he, like, squeezes their eyes open to force them to watch stuff? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big horror guy. Is that Saw? Or whatever? No, I don't know. I, I haven't actually seen Saw. Or wasn't it... What's the... What's the one? Get Out? Is it Get Out? That, that isn't one. the scene I'm thinking of, but there is a scene like that where he's, like, in the chair. Um, yeah. Oh, man, that... And then when he's in the chair, like, the, the, the hypnosis happens with, like, ear stuff, right? So he, like, picks the stuffing out of the chair and, like, oh. sticks it in his ear. But he's, like... It, it's like a it's like a cotton stuff chair and the the whole conceit of it is is like it's a story about race in america and he's like literally picking cotton to escape it, it's good it, oh my god that movie's so good anyway that's an aside everyone should watch get out and then watch us us is really good too uh thank you so much for hanging out with me this week steve where can people find you online uh steven Crane on twitter and insta and tiktok and that's it but king game just go there Go to at Canada Game Devs on Twitter, CanadianGameDevs.com for all of your news, events, jobs, and more. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Riley, and also on TikTok at Stephen Riley. I have I have some content I want to put on there. I, I uh, find some funnies sometimes, and I'll share them with you there. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Stay safe. Play Super Crush KO, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Ciao. Oh, you know what we should do? And, and what should we the, do, Steve? The forest. Did you buy the forest? Oh no, I didn't. It's been the top of PlayStation digital downloads every time I go on. I have it like on my thing, and the only reason I didn't start playing it is because it's. Ba- I was really balls into to lawn dark. Lawn and dark. Heather was like, "Oh, is this lawn dark?" And I'm like, "No, no. This, is a, this is another Canadian developed like survival foresty game." <laughs> <laughs>